0: Hey there, it's Kate. This week, I am rebroadcasting some episodes about animals because focusing on our furry feathered friends gives us an opportunity to get out of our own heads and brings out our better instincts. So I hope you enjoy these episodes. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day and not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, which has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about animals, how taking care of them can make us better people, and simple but important ways to support animals, whether they're domestic pets or wild critters, such as pollinators or birds. Now, why am I talking about animals on a show about being a better person? Animals can really bring out our better instincts and give us an opportunity to get out of our own heads thinking about our own problems. Plus, They're cute, and I think late winter is prime time for a little cute infusion when our spirits could go for some lifting. Today's big idea is that there are three ways having a pet makes you a better person. This isn't just for my pet parent listeners. If you've been thinking about getting some kind of pet, maybe this episode will help give you a nudge. And if you've had a pet in the past, you've still benefited from these things. I'm not going to talk about how studies have shown that having a pet reduces your chance of dying by 24%, or that it lowers cortisol and blood pressure, or makes you feel less lonely and more supported. Even though all those things are true, they aren't specifically why having a pet can make you a better person. These three things I'm about to share with you are. Reason number one is, pets are highly skilled mindfulness teachers. When you think about what traits or practices make up mindfulness, they are things that animals do pretty much all the time without trying and that we often have to use some effort to remember to do. I'm talking about paying attention, having awareness, and making that awareness non-judgmental. These are things that we as humans often have to remember to do or practice doing, and animals are just constantly modeling how it's done all day, every day. When you spend time interacting with, around, or observing animals, you are essentially attending a mindfulness seminar. I've got two more reasons for you right after this break. Welcome back reason number two is animals build ritual into your life feeding pets walking pets greeting pets when you get home grooming pets changing their litter boxes or cages these are all routines that require you to surrender your i have to do all my very important things narrative and just be present and care for another creature rituals give our days a rhythm And they build in pockets of time that are restful in their repetition. You may think, ugh, I have to stop what I'm doing and go walk the dog. But then the walk gets you outside, you get some exercise and some natural light, you see the other people walking their dogs that you see most days, you notice how the season has started to change, and you come back refreshed. And it's the ritual of doing it every day that builds that one little walk into an ingrained part of what you do that delivers long-lasting benefit. And reason number three is, having a pet gives you a wider lens on the world, and that lens can inspire you to act differently. You know, humans aren't the only game in town. Every animal plays a vital role in the broader ecosystem, and remembering that we share our home, as in Earth, with living creatures helps us think beyond our daily dramas and desire for convenience and comfort. I don't buy many six-packs these days, but when I do get some Zevia for the kids, that's no sugar soda that's been sweetened with Stevia, and it's really pretty good, my kids happily drink it. Anyway, when I do get some Zevia for the kids, I always cut up the plastic rings because of all the campaigns in the 80s that talked about how dolphins and seabirds were getting their snouts stuck in the plastic rings and starving to death. There's just something about animals that tugs on our heartstrings in such a way that we will actually clean up our act. This relates to pets, too, not just animals in the wild like dolphins and seabirds. One interesting study found that when teens with type 1 diabetes were charged with taking care of a fish for three months, They were more likely to regularly monitor their blood sugar levels, which is crucial for managing the disease, and their blood sugar levels came down significantly compared to teens who weren't given a fish to care for. And more deeply, animals that you love help open your heart. You know, sometimes, and it happens to many of us, you just feel like you can't deal with humanity in general. Or maybe you're dealing with something really hard or just feeling unlovable. No matter who you are or how you're feeling in general, pets can help you feel love and affection and wonder and all these positive emotions that heal you. Your tiny assignment is just to think about the animals you care about, whether those are specific animals like your pets or bigger categories, like maybe you love birds or baby goats just fill you with joy. What do you admire about them? What do they have to teach you? Just spend a little time expanding your awareness of the gifts animals have to offer. I'll have plenty more practical suggestions for taking care of animals in the rest of this week's episodes, which includes an interview with Jody Helmer, founder of the Naughty Donkey Farm Sanctuary outside of Charlotte, North Carolina with her story of how fostering dogs led to her and her husband Jerry opening their farm to donkeys, goats, chickens, dogs, barn cats, and alpacas, all of whom had nowhere else to go. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. K-A-T-E-H-A-N or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you.